Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. Let's pick up with Exodus chapter 38. That's the second book in the Bible in the Old Testament. Um, and we're gonna, probably going to get through it pretty quickly because it's more design details about how the first um, uh, place of worship was being set up and just the different articles and building and things of it. So um, I'm just going to read through them. And if anything stands out to me, that's where we'll stop and dig in a little deeper. Otherwise, we're just going to move on through it. Um, and we're almost with, through with the book of Exodus. Um, so we'll get to explore some more scandalous things in the Bible with the next, with the coming books, God willing. Um, but so far, uh, so far it's been pretty interesting. So let's move through this one. Exodus chapter 38, verse 1. He made the altar a burnt offering of acacia wood. Five cubits that was its length and five cubits its width. It was square and its height was three cubits. So it's talking about the design of the um, offering, the offering table. And that'd be for animal sacrifices. Uh, something else that if you're living by the Old Testament and the New, why aren't you doing this still? Why aren't you setting up? animal sacrifices of bulls and goats and lambs and things and if you aren't doing it for the reason if you if you aren't being obedient to what it says here then you will probably most likely point to something someone else said in the bible later on but then that blows up the whole god is unchanging because why would the command change from one time to another um God does change, and that's proof of it. But then if you say, oh, well, it's because that person said it, well, unless that person was Jesus, then how can you let one human's word uh, overwrite what another human's word said is supposed to be forever? Because remember, these things are a covenant that's supposed to be perpetually forever. So if those things are haven't changed or have been changed by the one who originated them, like any other contract, then is it really valid or is it void? And if you're going to say it's someone else that God sent, well, then in that case, you have a whole lot of people who say that. Jesus says that that's one of the things that's going to happen. So to me, that's why I lean on Christianity. The only word that who who gets the last word should be, if you're a Christian, I would think Jesus Christ who it's named for. So his words are in those six books. So it's not like you have to learn a whole lot. I mean, it's a lot. But it's it, it's not like you have to walk by the all 60 plus books in the Bible and try and make sense of it because they contradict and you won't be able to and you'll fall into trouble if you try to. If you try, if you try to realize it, that's a good thing. If you try to do it, I don't think that's so good. So uh, verse two, he made his horns on its cor four corners. The horns were of one piece with it and he overlaid it with bronze. So I guess when it's talking about horns, I would imagine that's where you're binding the offering, the cow, the poor bull, the horse. It's not usually a horse, though, or whatever animal it is, you're binding it to that altar before you kill it. So, again, if you're living by the whole Bible, why aren't you doing these things? Uh, verse three, he made all the utensils for the altar, it's the pans, the shovels, the basins, the forks. And the fire pans, all its utensils, he made of bronze. And he made a grade of bronze network for the altar under its rim midway from the bottom. So it sounds a lot like a very large barbecue pit, barbecue grill that he's building or has built. 
It's exactly what it sounds like. You're putting the animal on it to kill it and roast it. He casts four rings for the four corners of the bronze grating as holders for the poles. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. Then he put the poles into the rings on the sides of the altar with which to bear it. He made the altar hollow with boards. So it's another vehicle. But that's what the poles and the rings are about. An axle passing through the 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 uh, rings and and with someone presumably or something like the animals bearing the weight on the ends like wheels. So that's what's being carried about, um, or that's what's being described. Excuse me, mouth is dry. A large barbecue grill that can be carried. Portable car barbecue grill. Verse 8. He made the laver of bronze and its base of bronze from the bronze mirrors of the serving women who assembled at the door to tabernacle meeting. Um, hmm, so that's interesting. It's um, apparently some women who gather at the door of the meeting place and they have mirrors. So what kind of duties would those women be up to that their religious uh, contribution included them waiting around at the door and having mirrors mirrors are so that you can generally so you can check yourself out and make sure you look don't look crazy what kind of service were those women there to provide interesting because this is like the first mentioning of them that I've heard and this supposedly was given to Moses uh, when he's up on the mountain 40 days. So anyway, the bronze from those mirrors were taken from the women um, and used to create that part of the the um, equipment. So now uh, he made the laver of bronze and its base of bronze from the bronze mirrors into the of the serving women who assembled. Okay, uh, so that's the laver. That's where they can bathe. They took the Mirrors, the bronze of the mirrors that the women who wait around at the ta at the door of the tabernacle use that to create them a bath. Basically, that's what a laver is. Interesting. So now it really makes me wonder what their duties were. Um, now uh, the court of the tabernacle. Then he made the court uh, on the south side. The hangings of the court were uh, fine woven linen, linen one hundred cubits long. The, there were 20 pillars for them with 20 bronze sockets, the hooks of the pillars, and their bands were silver. On the north side, the hangings were 100 cubits long the, with 20 pillars and their 20 bronze sockets, the hooks of the pillars, and their bands were silver. And on the west side, there were hangings of 50 cubits with 10 pillars and their 10 sockets, the hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver. For the rest, east side of the hangings, for the east side, the hangings were 50 cubits. The hangings of one side of the gate were 15 cubits along, long with three pillars and their three socket, sockets. So basically what it's describing is the tent. And the way I'm picturing it is sort of like you would have a bathroom curtain or, you know, curtain at your house it's every five feet or five cubits 
because each cubit is something like a foot and a half to two feet, something like that. So every five of those, it seems there's a support beam a pillar to connect um, row by row until you have a long side of curtains for the tents. It sounds like that's what's being described. At least that's how I picture it. And the same for the other side of the court gate on this side and that were hangings and there were and there were hangings of 15 cubits with their three pillars and their three sockets. All the hangings of the court all around were of five fine woven linen. So the curtains, because that's what they are, hangings all around to form the tent, it says of fine woven linen. So um they're using the best they ha they have the bronze and the silver and the gold and now the fine woven linen to erect the um worshiping place the sockets for the pillars were bronze the hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver and the overlayer capitals with uh, so of their capitals was silver and all the pillars of the court had bands of silver the screen for the gate of the court was woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and of fine woven linen. The length was 20 cubits and the height along its width was 5 cubits. Corresponding to the hangings of the court. So what, like 60 feet long? Um, so like 6 stories long if you were to lay a building on its side. Um... And um, five cubits high, that's like 10 feet tall roofs or ceilings, but not roofs or ceilings because remember it's fabric, so it's tents. So really nice, elaborate desert tents are while they travel on the road tents because they're portable. And there were four pillars with their four sockets of bronze. Their hooks were silver and the overlay of their capitals and their bands was silver. All the pegs of the tabernacle and the of the court all around were bronze. Um, so now it's moving on to the tabernacle itself, material for it. This is the inventory of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, which was counted according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. So more things attributed to Moses. Uh, even though, like we went over before, Moses had two tablets of stone. It'd be tough to chisel all this on two tablets of stone. Not once, but twice. It might take 40 days to do that. Um, but it's I get, it's pretty hard to believe you could do that. Chisel all this on some stone tablets. And um, it's really hard to believe. And not just use papyrus like you learned to in Egypt. Because they were using that in Africa at that time. Uh, at least back then. And so it would seem that that would be the more reasonable place of uh, thing to do to write all of this stuff. But it doesn't seem likely that Moses wrote all of this stuff any more than the things Moses, Moses supposedly wrote about um, circumcision. That uh, that it, And like Jesus said, not all of these things, are, at least when it comes to circumcision, is for Moses at all. But it's the forefathers who wrote those things. So I think some of this is the same. Um, Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord had commanded Moses. And with him was Aholiab, 
the son of Ahasimach of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a designer, a weaver of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and of fine linen. So, as always, forgive me for the pronunciation if they're wrong. Um, and but the, uh, what the people are are the who are the artists who are able to weave the different things for the curtains, and the craftsmen who are able to set up these different um, objects and articles for worship. Verse 24, all the gold that was used in all the work of the holy place, that is the gold of the offering, was 29 talents and 730 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. So maybe that's what I was thinking. I thought the talent was what was three ounces, but maybe it's actually the shekel that's three ounces. I can't quite remember. Either way, if you want to look them up, you can see and get an idea of the amount or weight um of what was of, of what was being used for these different articles for worship the weight in gold and the silver for those who were numbered of the congregation was 100 talents and 1775 shekels so it clearly seems a shekel is much smaller than the talent um as the penny is to the dollar but this is talking about weight not uh, value According to the shekel of the sanctuary, a becca for each that each man that is half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary for everyone included in the numbering from 20 years old and above for 603,550 men. So it says it's just counting the men and that there's more than half a million of them who are moving along in company with this um with the congregation and it's talking about how much was given for each of them half a shekel um so now whether that included women and children or not i'm not sure and from the hundred talents of silver were cast the sockets of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil 100 sockets from the hundred talents one hundred one talent for each socket so now it does make me think talent is much lighter than I was thinking because it sounds basically like a grommet that you would use for your shower curtains or for your um, uh, uh, living room curtains to go through each one of them. But maybe larger than that, though, now that I think about it, because it said there's well, it says there's a 100 of them. So, yeah, that seems about right. Um, verse 28, then from. The 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pillars, overlaid their capitals, and made bands for them. My mouth is dry, excuse me. The offering of bronze was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. And it, with it, he made the sockets for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils for the altar. The sockets for the court all around, the bases for the court gate, all the pegs for the tabernacle, and all the pegs for the court all around. So it's letting us know there what articles were used, uh, were made of bronze. So we saw which ones were made, which were made from silver, and also which ones were made of gold for the different religious articles and components of the tabernacle and the articles used for um, worship. 
um, that actually ends this chapter, but it's um, basically, like I said, a repeat of previous chapters because um, uh, verse 30, uh, chapter 30, uh, for instance, um, giving us some of the same things as far as the weights and dimensions and descriptions of some of the things to be created. Here we just have it basically seems that the things were created and put in their place is what the last couple of chapters seem to be talking about and probably the next couple of chapters as we wrap up the book of Exodus, God willing. I appreciate you reading along with me if and hope it was a blessing for you. And if you're interested in past readings, you can hear them here on this platform. Or if you're an adult, you can go to my platform, hungtgirl.com, and read along with me there. Um, Because uh, I posted the words there for the Gospels, or at least the red letter readings that we do, um, or have done in the past and do on Saturday nights. That's because I self-identify as a Christian. And like I said before, Christ's words, Jesus Christ's words, appear in only six of the 60 plus books in the Bible. So that's what we focus on, that small portion, that tithe, that 10th of the Bible on our Saturdays. Um, and the other uh, 90% is what we focus on on these um, Monday and Wednesday readings. The links there, uh, the Spirit and Soul links, will lead you to the readings that um, that uh, uh, correspond with the red letter readings here on The Naked Truth. You can get a membership, make a donation, or just enjoy the free content by clicking the pictures and the links. They're actually videos and enjoying that. I appreciate all of the above and hope you're staying safe. God bless you and peace be with you. Thanks again. I'll see you next time.